Yes, yes, yes. You have tuned in to Renewed Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Cook-Hall. Today's podcast is brought to you by Faith Versus Fear, Breaking Family Ties, which can be found and available on Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. This podcast is designed with you in mind to remind you that you can always click that reset button and start all over again. It's never too late to be great. So now I want you to sit back. I want you to relax. I want you to clear your mind, take in that deep breath, prepare yourself for change as we listen in on a new mind revolution podcast with your host, Michelle Cook-Hall. Let's go. to Renew My Revolution podcast with your host. As always, it is my honor and my pleasure to be able to share some tips and some tools with you that I know will assist you in becoming a better you. You guys, I am so grateful, so grateful for the opportunity to be able to share something else with you guys that I know, I absolutely know it's going to help you today. We've been having a great time here on Renew My Revolution podcast. We've been having some great guests who's been sharing some awesome information if you haven't had an opportunity go back check out some of these podcasts you can hear some of these beautiful talented intriguing guests and get the information that you need to help you to reset and to retrain to regather to improve to be empowered come on you guys that's what this is all about listen listen I will not be here very long on this podcast, but that's something that I definitely wanted to share with you. I know that sounds kind of uh, like a preacher moment. I won't be before you long, but <laughs> but um, I really had something that I wanted to share with you guys, and um, I want to go take you to this uh, this moment that I had with a group of individuals. And in this group of individuals, we were all sitting here talking. And we were talking about stressors. We were talking about um, stress, stressful moments and how we all respond to it. This was regarding uh, your traits and, you know, behavior and, and personality traits. So we were, we were having this conversation and this group was, uh, you know, different backgrounds, different cultures, different races, and definitely different ages in this group. And so we were talking about, once again, how we respond to stress. So we always been being very transparent in this open conversation. Um, this is for definitely for educational purposes, right? But when you're talking um, with certain type of individuals, you know, even though it's an educational type of uh, conversation, it turns into more of a ministry almost type of work because someone always will, you know, reach out and say, well, how do you handle, do anybody have any type of um, information or opinions or anything about how to handle these type of, you know, these type of situations. So specifically, there were two people for sure who were talking about their go-to response to stress is anger. 
They get very angry. And one of these individuals was a 70-year-old um, man. And what was intriguing about his, um, you know, confessing this was that you could see his struggle. You could see that, you know, this was something that he did not enjoy. He did not like about himself. And he's 70. And he said that, why, you know, he gets frustrated. You know, easily frustrated. You know, and that anger is what he does. But he said he tries not to go there. Because when he gets angry, he said he throws things. And so he tries to avoid seeing that in himself and, and being that person. Um, but this was something that he said you would think that he would have figured out by... 70 years old but he had not figured it out yet and so there was someone else who you know you know said that she can relate to his story and to his his uh his his plight to you know get better and and be better because she also struggles with becoming angry and you know i'm, I'm looking at them while they talk because i think people facial expressions and their you know, the way that they move and, and the way that they look tells you a lot more than what comes out their mouth. So you definitely can see the the frustration, the stress, and, you know, that this is a real issue. And then there was this um, other individual who, who asked the question, because I stayed in these environments, you're always going to get someone who asks, you know, how do I handle this? So it was one individual said that their, you know, stress level is really high right now and their stress level is 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 being uh you know elevated because of their place of employment and they just didn't know how to handle that because you know they get very frustrated get very stressed out and they don't know what to do so you know everybody talked and shared and shared and i'm just listening i'm just you know trying to take things in of course i shared you know what my issues were and how i respond to stress and it's not always a, a good thing you know as well I'm not the person to go to anger um, when I get stressed, but I will a lot of times internalize and my body responds in that me internalizing. And so I was sharing that, you know, physically you can, I can feel like my body getting warm from adrenaline, my ears start to burn because I want to respond, but I'm trying to restrain myself from not, you know, showing the, sh the stress. So I was, you know, being transparent as well because it's the type of environment that we're in. So <clears throat> what I want to talk to you guys today about is, you know, these stressful moments. You know, how do you see yourself respond in stressful moments? Are you responding to anger? Are you a problem solver? Are you a person who internalizes? Are you a person who analyzes? I mean, what is your go-to? Are you an emotional person when you are under stress? Do you, you know, you know, scream and, and, and try to get attention or get your point across? Or Because remember, we're talking also about an individual who is at work and she wants to know how do you do that. So we know that things that we do... Sometimes in private to handle stress is definitely something that we can't do in public. And one of the ladies, I, I want to throw this out there really quick. She said, you know, she was talking about prayer. And she was saying how, you know, praying and meditating can help. But then the lady came back and said who was having this issue. She was saying, 
But realistically, you know, when you're right there in the moment um, of stress at work, she said, I would love to just, you know, stop in the middle of there and pray. She said, but, you know, you can't always do that, right? And, and that was a fact. That's a that's an absolute fact that if you're in the middle of certain moments, you know, you can't just run off. You can't just, you know, go to the side. You can't just do these things, you know. So what what can you do? What do you do? And I think that everyone's way of coping um, with stress and stressful moments is completely different. I think everybody has their way of handling it. But the thing is, are you handling things in a healthy way? The thing is, what we try to teach you on this podcast is when you know something, you know, when you find the truth in something, when the truth has been revealed in something, then you have an obligation to begin to work on that thing. So as we're talking today, if you begin to think about situations that you have been stressful or overwhelming or frustrated or whatever, how did you handle that moment? You know, did you become a hothead? Did you begin to, like the 70-year-old man, throw things, you know, around, which can, as he said, it cause, it breaks things. It causes damage, right? That's what he said, which is true. So are you throwing things? Are you causing damage? Are you yelling? Are you screaming? Are you crying? Are you internalizing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you just carrying it? Come on. Because carrying it, um, it's just as bad as throwing something. Let me tell you why. Because stress, we know, kills. Stress will give you all kind of ailments to your physical body and to your mental state of mind. So we can't just carry the burdens and the stress and the frustration and act like nothing's wrong. Avoidance is not going to make it go away. Avoidance is not a cure. So how do you do it? Well, you know, when I propose a question, I always, you know, will give you something to go on, right? I'm going to give you a basis. I'm going to give you a foundation of what to go, you know, what to use, right? It's just not like a, a playbook for like every situation in everybody. But I always try to give like a little basis, you know, a little base for you to build up on. So this is what this is about. You know, when we share things here, you might say, well, that don't work for me, you know, but this is just a base so you can think about it and begin to build upon. So one of the things that I shared, you know, as we were speaking in this group, especially specifically to the lady who's dated it, you know, what do I do when I am in, you know, in this environment, a work environment? In other words, let's just say you're in public and I'm stressed. I mean, this environment is causing me much stress, but this is where she needs to be because this is how she's you know, paying her, her bills and taking care of herself. This is her livelihood. So she can't afford to just walk away from it and let it go. It means a lot to her. We live in a society today for sure where people feel like they can literally say whatever they want to say, do whatever they want to do in public. I have seen enough videos, you know, and internet, social media videos of individuals who literally do not care who's around, where they are, 
what place of business they are. I mean, I've seen fights and screaming matches from grown adult parents, grandparents, women, men. You know, it doesn't matter. I've seen all nationalities. I've seen it all where it's just unbelievable to me how literally people now under stressful moments, you know, will literally just say whatever they want to say, thinking that there's no accountability. Do whatever they want to do, thinking that there's no accountability. Um, it's accountability. Everything that we do, everything that we say, it's going to affect other people, but not only that, it's going to affect you, right? So can we can we get that out there? Can we say that, that this society now where you just say whatever you want to say, do whatever you want to do, be hurtful, literally just, you know, antagonizing and, and, and people literally do not care about, you know, fighting with their kids in their arms, fighting with their kids in a stroller, uh, fighting with their kids in a shopping cart, fighting over a couple of years ago, we were fighting over uh, toilet paper. Unbelievable. Fighting over chicken sandwiches. Unbelievable. These were stressful moments. That it didn't even need to be stressful, right? What is so important about a chicken sandwich, right? It wasn't about the chicken sandwich. Popeye's chicken you know, and kudos to Popeyes. I'm not, you know, representing them or or saying anything bad about Popeyes in any type of way. Please don't think that. But you know, kudos to them for this wave, you know, that happened several years ago. You know, people was raving about their sandwiches. But was it ever ever worth people crash? I've seen people on the internet, crash their cars, right? Um, in the drive-thru, uh, because someone cut them off trying to get the sandwich. Um, physical fights in line for the sandwich. I mean, did it have anything to really do with the sandwich? Let's be realistic. When you look back over what we were doing, and I say we because we're a community, when you look back over what we were doing, Several years ago. Did it have anything to do with the chicken sandwich? Did it have anything to do with a so-called short short uh, supply of toilet paper? Did it really though? Come on. When people become stressed. When people become frustrated. Come on y'all. I'm helping y'all today. Listen. When people become stressed, people become frustrated, they do things that is totally out of their character. If it is not something that they have worked on over time. And I'm going to get back to what I what I shared with them, the group, that the other day. Because this is a part of that. Because um, you guys know that I always say, whatever we practice, we're going to perfect. Right? So, if you have not put something in place. Right. If you have never really thought about, let me look at how I've been responding or acting when I'm frustrated. If you never, if you just respond all the time, you know, just, just let it happen. And you never say, well, that's not a good response. Let me not, let me, let me deal with that. Let me, 
You know, because it's you can see yourself, you can hear yourself. You know that how you're acting and how you're behaving is not okay. It's not appropriate. It's not right to do. But if you just choose, I'm going to do this anyway and do this all the time, then you're going to act irrational. You're going to cause yourself to throw things like the 70-year-old man and become angry and frustrated and out of character, right? Or just out of yourself, you know, out of yourself. Um... One of my favorite. This is just a. This is just a, a a little thing to throw in. One of my favorite lines from the James Brown movie. One of my favorite, and my family know it because I'll say it often. It's so funny to me. Is when James Brown got mad and he said, "You're not gonna make me come out of myself." <laughs> he was so mad that he almost responded, but he pulled back. Right? You could see. I could see the scene when the whole band had got mad at him and they decided that they was going to leave James Brown and he was by himself and they was accusing him of things that made him really mad. He paused and thought about it in the scene. He said, you're not going to make me come out of myself, right? Because that's what happens when you're pushed and you're pushed and you're frustrated and you're stressed. If you don't catch yourself, if you don't have something in place, you're going to find yourself coming out of yourself. <laughs> you're going to, in other words, you're going to, you're going to come out of character of what you want to maintain and what you want to be and, and what you've worked, you know, want to work hard to try to be. So if you don't watch yourself, you know, you're going to do what James Brown said, you know, going to make me come out of myself. But Let's get back to it. I just want to share that because I love that scene. I think it's really appropriate for what we're talking about. When you find yourself in a stressful moment, you know, it, it you can't be in a star, you know, in a, I'm, I'm, I don't want to use no more stores or restaurants, but you don't want to be in, in a line for, you know, coffee, right? And I've seen that too. Drive through lines or and just stand in line. And people literally get mad. And they literally bump cars. You know, you take your car or you want to hit somebody. Like you all of a sudden turn into a, a, a murderer from for some coffee. If you if you take your car and you decide you're so mad, right? You're so frustrated. You're so stressed. You get so mad that you're in a drive through line and, and somebody, you know, going too slow for you in the front. They didn't move up. They holding up the line. They doing whatever. And they get out their car and you decide you're going to take your car and, and rev it up towards them. You you went from somebody who was trying to start their day, hear me people, with coffee to becoming a murderer. Okay, because now you're using your car as a weapon. Is it that serious? My question again, is it about the coffee? Is it about that? And please don't tell me it's about respect. Don't tell me, you know... I don't like how they talk to me. I don't like how they looked at me. I don't like what they said to me. I don't like how they said it. Okay. I don't like how they looked at my child. I don't like how they talk to my child. Because in any of these situations and environments, there are ways of handling these things that doesn't cause you to commit an assault on someone. Okay, I've had moments of having to talk to an adult about my child. I've had moments where I've had to go to schools and speak to principals about my child, teachers about my child, um, talk to, uh, you know, management 
about service or management that I work for. I mean, I've had these situations as well, but there was never a moment between the two, you know, that I'm talking to between the two of us in any of these scenarios that assault came to my mind, that I'm willing to come out of myself, lose my freedom, okay, based upon a conversation, based upon, I've had people who was too long in the line, you know what I do, you know what I do, I get out the line, <laughs> I do not stand in line too long, if, if it frustrates me to that point, where I'm so stressed and I'm so, because it's not about the line. It's not about that person with the coupons. I've heard that before. They got like 30 coupons. And I'm just, and it just made me so mad. You know, it's, is it about the coupons? Because it's not bothering them that's doing it. But the person that's working, if they're not frustrated, if they're not showing that they're agitated, if you're in line, why are you so agitated? Why are you so mad? Let's get to the real core. Let's get to the real source. It's not about what you're pretending it's about. It's about something bigger. It's about something bigger. See, we go into these environments and to these places with baggage, with real other issues. And then we come across people and they can do one little thing and it spins us off control. Because look, that's like what they say. That's the that's the uh the 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 straw that broke the camel's back, right? That's the that's the last little cherry on top of the Sunday. Like that's the last thing. That's the last thing. And it had nothing to do with that person. You was you was upset about something. No, I was in a good mood. No, you wasn't. No, you wasn't. Because you can't tell me you get dressed, you, you you go about your day to start your day, and you get into a line. You get into a line to get some coffee, and all of a sudden, because someone stepped in front of you, or the cashier took too long, that because of that, or they ran out of what you used to have, if I see one more of those videos, I'm going to scream. You know, that causes you to behave in a way that does not warrant the scenario come on people it's deeper than that it's bigger than that and we have to be realistic with ourselves there is something else deeper going on you are mad about something else you're stressed about something else the line at the grocery store is not causing us stress come on somebody let's be realistic it's not it's an inconvenience sometimes absolutely an inconvenience but is it going to cause us stress? No, it shouldn't. It should not cause us stress. Conversation with somebody who is just not getting your point. Is that going to cause us stress? No. No. You might think, you know, okay, this is a waste of my time. But is it going to cause us stress? No, no, no. There is something else deeper going on. And when until we get those things in check, until we actually dig deep into the core of the real issues, then we're going to see still all this constant frustration and people being irrational and people acting and behaving out of character. Now, there's two points I want to hear before I go. Okay. 
I'm going to say this. I know it happened last year, almost a year ago. And I'm going to say this because we're talking about acting out of, acting out of character. Now, I don't know anything about, you know, the Will Smith or Jada's, you know, Pickett Smith. I don't know anything because I don't know them. I do not know them personally. I don't know anything about their family. I don't know anything but what I see that, you know, the the news media and everybody else share, right? I know it's just about as much as you do. Unless you know them personally. And I will never speak badly about individuals. I will not do that because I don't know them. But I want to share this because this is what we're talking about today. Okay. So when that incident happened, when Will Smith and the famous, what they call the famous slap, right? Against Chris Rock, my family and I were on vacation. We were in a vacation home. We were all gathered together to do something together, which was to watch the, the war show. Um, and up to that point, we were like, you know, having a conversation, we were talking, we were engaging, and then we look up, we see what everybody else saw that I don't even want to get into details about, which stunned us, and for the remainder of our trip, this is literally what we talked about literally every day, at the dinner table, at the breakfast table, because we were all so blown away, okay, we were all so blown away, um, for so many reasons, but one reason, specifically my son, had brought Will Smith a book. And he was, he's, you know, a huge fan. Huge fan. Shout out to, you know, to, to my son. He's a huge fan. So, yeah, I just bought his book, which is unusual because my son just don't go around buying books, to be honest with y'all. <laughs> so, he bought his book. He was so proud of it. He had brought on the trip. He wanted to share it with, you know, his grandmother. And he wanted to read it while he was, you know, on vacation. And so, it was just such an ironic thing. Because he was, you know, singing the praises of him and his character, you know, specifically about his character. We love his movies. We all have watched, to be honest, pretty much all of his movies. I know I have. And so he was singing his praises. And like I said, it wasn't so much about the movies or the shows, even though he loved them and he enjoyed them. But he, he was talking a lot about his character and how you know he 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 admired him in a way in his in his character so when this happened it definitely became a conversation piece it definitely became a conversation piece now since that has happened we've heard a thousand stories well more than a thousand right many 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 stories of why you know it happened or you know, just circumstances, situation. Everybody got their opinions, right? And so, just like everybody else, we were listening, you know, to it. But what I will say, because what we're talking about is about stress, and what we're talking about is coming out of your character, right? And so, what I will say is this it was not about Chris Rock. And it was not about that award show. And it wasn't about what he said. 
It was bigger than that. That's my point. It was bigger than that. Whatever was going on that, you know, we don't know unless, you know, the parties involved wish to honestly share. It was bigger than that. It was bigger than that because the environment, once again, like a grocery store, like you at a bank, like you at your job, all these other things. The environment, the environment did not warrant the response. The words did not warrant the response and the behavior afterwards. It just did not. It did not. We had seen the character of both parties prior to. And so we know that the behavior, the response was not the response because of words. It was not. It was not. It it does not make sense. If you paid attention, if you are thinking about it, you know just as as the other examples that we've given so far. Certain things will pull certain things out of people. But then you look at certain situations and certain circumstances and you just go, no, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. Um, that's why it really amazes me when people do, um, when they uh, road rage. You know, there is a show on now called Road Wars. And, you know, to watch people behave a certain way based upon someone cut them off, someone drew, you know, drove too fast by them or whatever, still just letting it go because you're okay, you're fine, your car didn't get hurt, you didn't get hurt, you know, but to to decide I'm going to catch up with and put myself in danger, catch up with them and begin to, you know, look at them, you know, from out my window, right, still driving really fast and catch up with them. Yell, scream, obscenities, and then turn around because they're not responding the way I want to respond and begin to take my vehicle and begin to try to push them off the road because of them cutting me off. Come on. Or worse, people decide to just to to take a gun and shoot through a car because of someone cut you off or someone what they call flip the bird, you know, flip the bird at you, put their middle finger up at you, you know, said something nasty to you because of that. You felt so disrespected that you want to now take a life. You want to give up your freedom and take a life because someone cut you off on the road. Come on, make it make sense, people. Make it make sense. This is this is something that I didn't even think we was going to dig so far into, but I feel led to do so. And you guys know whatever I feel led to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Let's be realistic. Let's be realistic. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. If we don't catch, you know, ourselves, and if we do not really, you know, dig into what's really going on, then this is how you get people to respond in ways that makes no sense for this for the situation or the circumstances. The scene does not cause for you to behave that way. The scene did not cause for Will Smith to respond the way he did. It just didn't. Everybody, well, his wife looked at him and she was mad. Okay. Okay. I've been married for 26 years. My husband would see my frustration and everything else. But I promise you, 
on national TV, regardless of who he is, that's not a response. Now, I wouldn't do it for him. And he can look at me and say, I'm offended. And I will not do that right then and there. There's a time and place for everything. But people who has, you know, things in place that make sense, that didn't make sense, right? So there's something else going on that's bigger than that. It's not about that, right? If you are in a store and someone, you know, disrespects you, they hit you with their card or they, they say, excuse me, or whatever, I'm going to tell them all. So, you can tell them, but does it come to a fist fight? Does it come from you going back into your car, getting a weapon, and want to shoot that person? You know, or taking your car and wanting to run that person over when you see them come out the stove in the parking lot? Is it worth that though? You know, it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. We have to deal with our issues, ladies and gentlemen. We have to deal with our issues, like for real. Deal with what's really going on so that you won't go to the extreme. Now, I've mentioned some extreme cases, but just you behaving, screaming, having screaming matches, you know, with your coworkers or with employees, with customers, you know, just with your management, you know, in a grocery store, with the cashier, with the another shopper, you know, really over coffee, over chicken sandwiches. Come on. Come on. There is definitely more going on. And we have to get to the root of what the real issues are so that we can become a better person, better people. So what I did share in the group because you know how to come all the way back around what i did share with with the group is that it is very important this is a tip for you guys this is the base that i was talking about the base the base um it is very important that you be aware of your emotions how you're feeling for me that stated i know by me internalizing a lot of times I have felt heated, right? So when I feel heated, my ears burn or I'm getting warm, my adrenaline starts to pump, then I know there are things that I need to start doing in order for me to relax in that moment. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. So I'm not going to let this moment ruin my life. Come on, somebody. Don't let this moment ruin your life. So I said, first thing you need to do is recognize what you're feeling. It, work, it, it happens really quick, but it feels like a lifetime. We talked about that already. So when you're in that moment of feeling extreme stress, really frustrated, you want to recognize what you're feeling, right? And then you want to get grounded. You want to be in that moment. You know, make sure that you're not, you know, just like blanking away. Like, I'm just not going to deal with this. I'm not going to, you know, handle this because avoidance doesn't make it go away. Okay. So you want to recognize what you're feeling. You want to acknowledge what you're feeling. You want to, you want to try to breathe that out. You want to try to regather your focus on what is important and what's not important. This is why I don't want you to blank out because if you blank out, if you decide I'm just going to like not acknowledge this, then you're going to forget what's important. Okay. So you want to make sure you know what's important and what's not important. When you at work, your important thing is to do your job and go home. I'm not here to <clears throat> fuss, argue, and 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 be combative with anybody. You know, I know in workplaces people come there with that attitude, and it's nothing that you or I could do anything about it. 
Because miserable people like other people to be miserable. Some people just miserable. And they want you to be miserable. But your job is to protect your peace. So what do you have to do to protect your peace? If I have to stand there and refuse to give you this energy, then I'm going to do that. You know? If I'm going to stand here and refuse to engage with you to protect my peace, then I'm going to do that. People get mad when you do that. But it's, it's, it's so effective. When I refuse to reach the same low level that you're reaching, then if that's a, if that's a win for me, then I'm going to take that win. Because you want to protect your sanity, your health, physically, mentally, emotionally, by any means necessary. I've said that before. Protect it by any means necessary. People do not care about your mental, physical, emotional health. Let me say that again. People do not care about your mental, physical, and emotional health. It is our job. It is your job. It's my job to protect our own. They don't know how you're handling things. That's a fact, ladies and gentlemen. They have no idea how you process that type of stress. That type of frustration. So all they're doing is just giving it out to people, right? They just give it out. But they don't know how people are digesting or how they're handling, how they deal with it, right? Everybody's not conscious and aware enough to, to know that you can't deal with everybody the same. You can't talk to everybody the same. You can't treat everybody the same because some people can't handle that type of pressure. So because people are not aware, they don't care, they're going to do it. But if you can't control them. You can't control how they talk, how they act, how they respond, and what they do. You can't control any of that. But what you can control, and yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can control how you handle it, how you take it, how you will process it. You can handle that. Take that as a win. I can't handle you, whatever you do, how you act. Whatever you say, I cannot stop words from coming out your mouth. I cannot stop your your head from rolling, your eyes from rolling, your aggressive behavior, your nastiness. I can't stop that. I would love to, but I can't because you are your own individual. So I can't stop you, but I can stop me and me giving you more ammunition, me giving you more of my energy, me giving you more of my time, me giving you more of my presence. So let me remove myself from this scenario. If I can't physically remove myself from it, then I'm going to just, you know, not engage, not engage. You need to learn how to take your deep breaths, relax, be in the moment, focus, which can be a challenge. Now, what I said in the, the group is that this becomes easier over time when we put it to practice. Because as I stated before in the very beginning, and I stated in many of my podcasts, what we practice is what we perfect. So if I practice being a hothead, being irritated, frustrated, and, and just allow my words to come out and my attitude to come out at everything that comes my way, then that is going to be my default setting. When you come to me, you're going to get that. But if I put into practice to be restrained, um, to monitor what comes out, to be mindful of what I say, how I say it, and do a check and balance, then that's what's going to come out. And trust me, it takes a lot of work. I have been working on this type of thing for years. 
And what's funny, and I don't mean laughable funny, you guys, but what, what is really interesting, let me say that, is that you might perfect that, not perfect it, but you might have it in place for, you know, certain individuals and environments. But then it could be other people. Then it takes a little bit more work. It takes a little bit more work for you to do. And I know this for a fact as well. You know, there are moments where I'm just like, I can just uh, blow that off. Keep keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. But then there's moments where, you know, with certain people, certain individuals, certain, you know, environments where it's just like, it's a little bit more challenging. So what does that do? Do I just give up and say it's not going to work for them? Absolutely not. That means I just work even harder. Because once again, this is about you and I being the best version of ourselves. And if I'm out there yelling, screaming, getting frustrated, getting mad, being stressed out, how am I the best version of myself? How am I doing myself any justice by elevating my blood pressure, elevating my stress level, becoming extremely nervous and, and agitated? How is that helpful to me or anybody around me? It's not. So I'm going to do what is in the best interest of myself. And if that causes me to, you know, have to put in a little bit more work, put into this a little bit more practice, then I will do that. I will do that. You cannot give up on yourself, ladies and gentlemen. You cannot give up on yourself. This is like the part that I want to emphasize on today. We've had a good podcast. I went a little bit longer than I normally do, but you know, once I get caught up, this is what happens. Today was something that needed to be said. I'm so glad that I, you know, have been able to share this with you. But I want to remind you that you deserve to be good to yourself. You deserve every moment to, you know, be the better version of you. To be a healed, healthy individual. And I don't mean, hear me clearly. I'm going to stop. But hear me clearly, you guys. I don't mean what you show other people. Because we're very good at masking. We did a podcast on that. On masking our pain and our, you know, depression and our our discomfort and our issues. We're very good. I love that commercial where... It shows the people walking around with like this handheld mask because this is what the people see, right? And I think it's a it's a medication commercial, you know, talking about unmasking where you can be yourself, right? But it's true. We walk around and we show people this version of ourselves. But there is so much more to you. There's so much more to you. There's so much more to me. And we don't have to go through life masking, you know, and showing people just this fake version of ourselves. We can truly be who we are. And when you come to terms to love who you are, you know, stop second guessing, stop overthinking, stop, you know, masking, but be who you are called, created, and designed to be. Flaws and all, because we're going to work on that. 
We're going to work on those things that you're not comfortable with about yourself. You know, no matter how long I had a 70 year old, 70, no matter how long you've had these issues, you still can change. You still can change. I heard one guy say, um, he wasn't in my group, but uh, I heard him say how old he was. Um, I think he was like 60 some years old. And he said, well, I'm not going to change. You know, this is just who I am at this point. You don't care, you know. And I just, you know, listen, but I totally disagree. Because I feel like if there is something there that can make you better, change. It's hard work. And I shared that in the group, too. It's hard work. It takes work. But you're worth it. You're worth it. I'm worth it. We're worth the changing. We're worth making the necessary steps to improve our quality of life. Look, it has been awesome. It has been great. I'm so glad to be able to come here, share this with you guys. I hope you got something out of it. Remember to share this with someone else who is struggling. And need to hear this message on today. You have been listening to Renew Mind Revolution Podcast with your host, Michelle Kakal. Remember, I love you. But most importantly, God loves you more. God bless you guys. Have an outstanding day. Bye-bye.